everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. So, I have a little bit of a sniffle. Uh huh. So, I might sound weird. It's just allergies. Is that the question today? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just clarifying why I sound weird. Why do you have a sniffle? <laughs> <laughs> allergies. Okay, cool. Nice episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's uh, near the end of the year, and normally we get glasses. Uh huh. And um, whenever you go get glasses, they always like ask like what do you do for work that way they can recommend like the best options in terms of like eyewear and protect your eyeballs and such Mm -hmm. and it always comes up that they want us to get since we work with computers they always like oh it's bad for your eyes and such and they always want they always want to recommend like getting this like blue light filter or whatever to protect our eyes and Mm -hmm. we always turn them down yeah like what is this blue light filter thing and like how does it work like is it real okay Uh, so there's a lot to to decompress here uh but let's start with once upon a time once upon a time so uh we started off with uh, having the sun and the sun is our sole source of light Mm -hmm. okay um and during most of the midday it has a very neutral glow Right, like yeah. things look white, Warm, but right? no, oh. no. I'm don't don't add terms because I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go into that a little bit. But during the day, it's a neutral white. Okay, sure. However, at the beginning or at the end of the day, when the sun is setting or rising, uh-huh. you have a lot more warm light coming in, and that's because as the sun approaches the horizon the horizon of the earth like as the earth is rotating and the sun is like coming into view um red light bounces off the atmosphere first before uh-huh. the rest of the sun like Reach. is in view Got it. Uh, and starts illuminating stuff so everything is a lot warmer and we say warmer because it's like more red uh and cooler when it's more blue even though like a flame is hotter when it's blue anyways um <laughs> so this that like prehistoric times, okay? The sun is like the sole purpose of the sole source of light, uh, and we have like this warmness coming at sunrise and sunset. Uh and the sunset one is particularly important because that's the last light you get to see before you go to bed. Okay? Sure. Okay, so this is gonna impact some hypotheses that people are gonna have. Uh but we're gonna put those aside. Um now, the as humanity started becoming humanity, we discovered fire, right? I mean, I guess fire discovered us, but we discovered how to make it ourselves. Uh, and fire has a very warm glow because it's very red. Uh, and this is because it's not very hot. The sun, very, very hot. It can have a black body spectrum, which is very encompassing of all sorts of wavelengths. Uh, and that's why we consider neutral white. To be like midday because that's what our eyes see most of the time, okay? And therefore, anything that is shifted from that, either shifted towards the reds, as is the case fire, then we're going to see that as warmer. If it's shifted towards the blues, meaning like a high propane flame, you know, like something in a in a workshop, that's going to be much hotter than our perceived light coming from the sun, and therefore we're going to say that's much cooler, okay? Um, so... As we started getting more and more artificial lighting, namely the incandescent bulb, which is basically a hot piece of tungsten that's warmed up, that is a very warm glow. And therefore, a lot of people got very used to this warm glow 
being comforting. Does that make sense? Yes. So if you have something that's very bright and like eye singeing, that's not comfortable. And that's generally where we see cooler lights and where we have a very warm glows. That's very comfortable because that's what you have in people's homes, right? Um, you have uh, warm colors. You have warm glow coming out of your light bulbs. They're not very bright at this point yet. Um, but that's like the baseline that I would say our generation was just starting to creep out of and our parents' generation was very comfortable in. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Uh, now let's fast forward a little bit. Um, and uh, not only do we have computers, but we have LED lights. And LED lights are uh, important because instead of having a big swath of wavelengths that they emit, they have very specific wavelengths that they emit, namely red, green, and blue to get like an optimum like white color uh, coming out of them. However, they're very different than incandescent bulbs, which are more towards the red, and therefore they're unfamiliar and weird and, oh, this must be why I'm not sleeping. Okay, this is also conflated with the fact that uh, people um, are now like spending more and more screen time in bed because we have portable devices, we have phones and stuff. You can have those with you in bed as you're starting to fall asleep, and that can start preventing people from sleeping. Uh, and that's mostly because like, at this point in time, you're now focusing on a whole bunch of stuff that you shouldn't necessarily be focusing on. Much like when you, like, start reading a good book and you just can't fall asleep because you're more into the story than falling asleep at that point. Um, it's it's a very similar kind of uh, setup. Uh, so there are two hypotheses here. Either A, uh, that is preventing you from sleeping, meaning, like, your brain is too engaged with what you're doing. Or B, it's the evil blue light coming out of the phone. And you can probably have a an idea of like where <laughs> where I fall on this uh, spectrum of which hypotheses is correct. Thankfully, people have done studies uh, and they have tested out these hypotheses in a variety of different scenarios. Um, and the conclusion is more or less that our eyes don't really care if the like light is warm or cool. Um, and it is mostly our brain that is engaged with whatever we are connecting with uh, that is a problem. Does that make sense so far as sure. a as a setup for all this? So to get back to your question. Uh, <laughs> seven the, minutes later. Seven minutes later. To get back to your question, we have these blue light filtering glasses. Uh, and these came out of the idea that, once again, your computer is emitting these evil blue lights at you. Um, and you, we want a way to filter them out so that way our eyes are less tired, right? Um, turns out blinking is a great way of making your eyes not tired or... Uh, just looking into the distance to reset, meaning your eyes are looking parallel. They're no longer crisscrossing at a at a focal point that's very close to you. Uh, both of those things will make your eyes not tired. Um, but blue light filters do not help in that regard, it turns out. Um, so if, if an eye doctor or an eye salesperson uh, does suggest blue light filtering glasses, uh, do ask them, like, what's the evidence for this because there is precious little evidence if you start like reading a whole bunch of studies and for all intents and purposes it's not a very like welcoming uh thing as society to like force people to just read studies to know for sure of something but uh that's the only thing i can tell you to like convince 
you otherwise if you've never if like you don't know who to trust either an eye specialist or me right it's like you would trust the eye specialist ordinarily right um so well most of these people that sell stuff they're salespeople. They're... but also the doctors are are promoting this but, so that's the that's the problem but I don't know. I feel like aren't, most of the time, aren't doctors being paid to promote certain products? Absolutely. And then, <laughs> and then a salesperson don't need to know the reason. They just need to know, oh, this is points. what I need to sell. Therefore, I'm going to sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you ask one of the salespeople, they're not going to know what the benefits are to having a blue filter, I'm sure. Yeah. And that's why there's a term that exists called evidence-based medicine, uh, because not all doctors actually follow the scientific procedure because they're not scientists they are following the end results of studies that have been done uh and some of them will follow studies because like a result came out and they're like okay this aligns with my thinking um or a drug company says hey you should kind of like hey our drug like solves all these problems you should give it to your patients and they did not look further into did it actually solve these problems or was it just a neat coincidence Um, And that's why the term evidence-based medicine exists. It's when medicine aligns with the scientific practice, meaning that if you repeat an experiment over and over and over again, you get the same results. And that same result is the evidence. Um, And if you don't get the same result, if multiple people try the experiment um, and you get very different results, that means that it might be more random chance than anything. Um, So... It's like a big problem in society at the moment uh, that uh, most people don't really know about this. Um, so it's something that I encourage all of you to look up if you uh, if you are curious to learn more. Well, it's um, kind of hard as well when there's so much information out there that you don't know what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's very hard to pinpoint. Uh, and like, as I mentioned before, scientific studies, not the easiest thing to digest. It's like the opposite of Zooms reading Twitter right before bed, uh, reading like scientific articles will put you to sleep. <laughs> it's like it's an excellent, uh, it's an excellent solution. So um, that is something that uh, is like the most unfortunate of all this. It's the scientific information is inaccessible to the people who need it most. Yeah. So uh, long story short, uh, blue light filters on your glasses. One, they're not blue enough for you to even notice. So therefore not like that that should be a warning point number one that it's not really doing anything uh like if you really wanted some blue light filters you probably want something like ski goggles uh that are like super tinted and you'll notice that they're super tinted because your eyes will see everything pink um like as you remove all the blue all you're left with is red so you're going to see pink uh and then once your eyes adjust to that because eyes adjust uh, then you remove the goggles, everything looks blue because now you're getting a whole bunch more blue light coming in that you were filtering out, basically. Um, and the whole point of ski goggles has nothing to do with uh, blue light and circadian rhythms and falling asleep and all that. And it has everything to do with uh, lots and lots of ice crystals reflect lots and lots of UV light into your eyeballs, and that's probably not the best thing. Uh, so you want to filter out a whole bunch of the UV light, but also the regular light because it makes it easier to see. Um, so that's, that's where the ski goggles are coming from, uh, is more of a safety, uh, thing than like a comfort thing. So, um, yeah, uh, blue light filters on your glasses doesn't really do anything. Uh, blue 
like filters on your screens will mess with colors and not in a gen not in a way that's generally useful if you do anything uh creative or professional with computers and colors uh if you don't though and it makes you comfortable then go for it like there's no harm in like doing something that's just more comforting because most of us like especially if you are uh younger than 30 or if you are older than 30 uh most of us are probably more comfortable with more warmer lights because that's what we grew up with right it's just been a constant in human life for uh the better part of the warmer past hundred years like yellow lights yellow or to red like yeah white lights yeah compared so to white i grew up mm-hmm. in vietnam so we only have those white fluorescent fluorescent bulb. so that's more comfortable f- to tube you. light so mm-hmm. i can't stand orange lights or yellow lights bulbs at all so that's like case in point exactly what i was yeah. going for Whatever you grew up with for the most of your life, that's what you're going to be comforting, comfortable with. Um, so all of a sudden we have all these computers and they have really accurate whites, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this is the white that you're going to see at noon in a clear sky with nothing in the atmosphere. Um, this is the white that you're going to see. Uh, and a computer is going to re- represent that. And in a warm room, it's going to look really blue because that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, the same thing with our phones. Like, there's that true tone, and then there's the... The, the night shift. The night... Oh, is that what it's yeah. called? Night shift? So, the night like, shift is the pseudoscience bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's trying to simulate... It's trying to produce that warmer light so mm-hmm. that in the evening, for people who are sensitive... Sensitive. I'm doing air quotes here. To, mm-hmm. Podcast to, quotes. <laughs> to lights that, you know, they can swap over. You you actually use that on your device, don't you? Yeah, I, I gave it a try. Um, yeah. And I don't really think much of it. Um, I can't stand it. I can't stand that warmness of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I like, I am totally fine on either. But if you put like Lynn's phone next to my phone in the evening, they're going to be very different. Super bright. Um, So yeah, once again, it completely depends on like what you are comfortable with. But there's no scientific basis for one being better for everyone over the other. Mm -hmm. Um. Other than the fact that computers are trying to be more accurate, so that way they can be more useful as tools. Um, so that gets to point number two, True Tone, uh, which is a marketing term that Apple came up with for its devices. Uh, it will basically use a camera to sense the light in the room. So if you are in a very warm room with warm light bulbs, it's going to make your computer monitor warmer, so that way white looks white. Otherwise, white is going to look blue on your computer monitor mm. because the whole room around you is very warm. Yeah. Just like the ski goggles kind of thing. Um, simultaneously, like... So it's constantly correcting the, the light on your device to match what your surrounding is? Exactly. Oh. Um, so if you're in an environment, in an office environment with fluorescent, fluorescent bulbs, which are more towards the blue yeah. than the red... Then it's going to shift it so that way your whites are more in the blue range. Mm-hmm. Um, because your eyes, once again, they adapt to whatever is around us because, like, that's the only way that your brain can calibrate itself. Like, it's, it only has what's around us. It's There's no, like, scientific, oh, this is white. There's no such thing as this is white. White is what you see and regulate everything, you know? That's why cameras don't take pictures and say, like, oh... Uh, your white is wrong. A camera will adapt everything based on the scene that it took a picture in to like match it so that way it looks like what your eyes might have seen. Um, and there's a whole bunch of crazy science that has gone into like studying people's vision, studying uh, different environments to really try to understand this. And 
Um, it's a shame that all of this kind of gets undone by people wanting to put blue filters, thinking it like makes computer usage better throughout the entire day. Um, that is kind of uh, bunked. Uh, maybe there's a, a argument to be made that like at night it's kind of good to have warmer lights because your body is used to that circadian rhythm. And that's a huge maybe because the science doesn't agree with it so far. Um, like studies still have to be done to like really test that theory or test that hypothesis, I should say. I want to stop using the word theory and more hypothesis because uh, a theory is a mathematical thing. It's a thing that exists. Uh, hypothesis is something that you think might exist and you need to test it. Um, that's why the theory of evolution is not a hypothesis. It's a known fact. Uh, so stuff like that is a difference in terminology that we need to, we need to work on. Um, but yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say on the subject. Cool. Yeah. Go, go look up, uh, evidence-based medicine. It's a, a fascinating subject and on its own. Um, it is a, an, an accurate term, uh, to describe this sort of thing. Um, like certain areas of medicine, like dentistry are notoriously not evidence-based. Um, so that's something that, uh, is useful to look into before your, uh, dentist recommends, uh, you suddenly need root canals. Um, so like there's a whole, a whole, uh, uh, deep end to all of this that I, I, it's, it's important that people start learning about because otherwise you end up with, uh, crazy scenarios that are not to your benefit. Cool. Bye everyone. Bye.